Happy Sunday, you guys, and welcome back to the best podcast, or at least I think so, Brunch with Desby. My name is Des. I also go by Des B, and you're listening to Brunch with me. I'm so excited to have you here. Happy motherfucking Sunday. It's about time I threw down an F-bomb. It's been about 20 seconds into the podcast. We got to get going. I'm really excited for today's podcast. As you guys see by the title of it, we are telling each other's secrets. We're airing each other's dirty ass laundry and having a lot of fun doing it. So if you guys haven't tuned into my first episode of Tell Me a Secret, make sure that you check it out. Probably about mm, like four weeks back, we were able to um, have you guys write in and actually tell us your biggest secret, something fun, super anonymous. I have no idea who these people are. I'm just kind of reacting to these stories. You guys are hearing them. We're laughing. Maybe we're crying. I don't know what we're doing, but we're just having a great time. So down to business. Also, you guys know the drill. Make sure you check out the description box. Make sure you check out the show notes. Make sure you click all the links. Make sure you check out the merch. I hate wasting time on like businessy stuff in my podcast. You guys know that. I feel like I say it every single time. We're here to have fun. I'm not here to sell you shit. But if you're interested in supporting me, using my codes, etc., it is mostly all in the show notes. Um, I do have something very special coming out in November on Black Friday, so make sure that you guys keep your eyes peeled. And of course, my next six weeks to slay 2.0 challenge launching January the 3rd. Super excited. Um, That will be here before we know it. So anyways, happy Sunday. I'm currently drinking um, out of this really cute mug that this company made me. It's called Shop Row Baby. Um, She actually has a NICU baby of her own um, who has gone through just a ton. Her story is so beautiful, but she made me this really cool NICU coffee mug that I have peppermint tea in right now. Um, And it has all of these little emblems that like only NICU moms would understand. So like there's like the thermometer that we use. There's the EKG and like SpO2 respiration monitor. Um, There's the isolette. There's the preemie diapers. There's a stethoscope, um, the Medela pumps, (laughs) Um, just all these things that like I'm going to remember. And it just says on it it says NICU warrior mama. And so I love it. it just kind of makes me feel special. Um, and happy. And like I said, I have peppermint tea in there, which is supposed to help decrease milk supply a little bit. Because if you guys don't know, my titties are still pumping out way too much milk. Um, And until Maddox can get home and regulate my supply naturally, I kind of have to just like figure it out um, myself. So anyways, that's what I'm drinking on today. Let me know what you guys are drinking on. I know that we have planned to um, have a drink together um on the what was what did I say it was the 8th the November 8th let me check yes so we decided November the 8th we're going to do an episode because that's supposed to be Maddox's due date weekend that we're all coming we're all coming to have a drink so don't bring your pussy shit don't bring your water don't bring your fucking tea like I am right now bring your hard liquor bring your goddamn seltzer on Sunday, November the 8th, we're going to have kind of a, just a fun episode. Maybe Wyatt and I shooting the shit, something fun. We're all just going to be drinking together and having a good time. So without further ado, um, let's go ahead and get into these fucking secrets.
All right, guys. So last time when I did this, um, I, I didn't really have a method. And and let me tell you, I um I still don't. I have all these in a Google form. So I kind of just flip through and we do like, you know, depending on how long they are, about 20 of them. So, you know, um, there's really no way to do it other than let me tell you, dive into it. So first secret, right out of the fucking gate, strap in, relax, kick back, take your shoes off. Or if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road, but just listen up. Secret number one. In 10th grade, I thought I was hot shit dating an 11th grade football player. He was the first guy I made out with and pretty much every other first. Well, when I gave him a blowjob, my first ever, I gagged and threw up all over his dick. I will never forget the look on his face. By far the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. And then I was no longer dating an 11th grade football player. Sincerely, gag free since 2003. JK, still can't get it together. You know, whoever this is out there, I just want to let you know, I did the same thing. Except what was even worse, I was in ninth grade dating an 11th grader. So my boyfriend at the time, I was like 15 and he was 17. And we look at it now, that doesn't sound like anything. (laughs) But back in high school, like a freshman sucking off a junior and doing that, terrible. However, here's the thing that I have on you that you don't have on me. He didn't know I did it. (laughs) I literally took whatever was around. Like, I don't even remember. Was it a towel? Was it a jacket? Was it a sweatshirt? I don't remember. Literally hurry up and shoved it on top of him and was like, I'm done. And he had no idea. I just told him pretty much it was slobber. So yes, I've done it too, but I didn't get caught. So maybe that's what you should have done is not got caught. I hope though that you're getting, um, you know, used to it. Maybe, you know, your triggers (laughs) next secret. I was at a college party at the swim house. We fucking love swimmers. I was so mad when a douchey dude playing his guitar criticized my song request. I keyed every motherfucker's car that night with the words, fuck you. No one knew it was me, but everyone on campus was talking about it. My friend and I went back there one time without even being invited to the house and no party happening. She played strip pong and ended up topless while I slept on the couch. Last swim house story. Wow, this place is a fucking dungeon. We had a pants off dance off in a closet. Interesting. It was winter and we were wearing skirts and we went upstairs and stole the swim team's sweatpants. We wore them under our skirts while we had two dudes follow us to Jimmy John's where we had them buy our food. I also used to walk into frat parties just to sandbag dudes by getting them Jimmy John's so that they couldn't beat me in a pull-up. That, wait. I also used to walk into frat parties just to sandbag dudes by betting them, got it, Jimmy John's, that they couldn't beat me in a pull-up contest. I won every time. Sincerely, the fit and vengeful yet sleepy sweatpants bandit. I love it for you. Um, There's something special about college athletics apparel that they give the athletes and 
as a college volleyball player, that shit just hits different. It's so comfortable. So for you to steal their sweatpants, you have every right. Um, also, by being able to get that much Jimmy John's for free in college, absolutely do what you got to do. So very proud of you, to be honest. Okay, next one. Um, this first sentence got me a little fucked. So my boyfriend really likes things in his butt. And one time, he had me put the dildo really deep, and I couldn't get it out, so he started panicking. I told him to push that bitch out like a turd, and it came flying out. Sincerely, don't put it in too far. I find it so interesting when dudes like anal stuff. Especially with something as big as a dildo. I mean, I'm picturing like a full-on big dick going into his asshole. Um, So I hope that that never happened again. Your guys' sex life is obviously super fun. I will be thinking of his anus. (laughs) Next one. Me and this guy were very flirty whenever we were around each other. And one night we ended up leaving the bar together. God, I love that sexual tension. Both of us were very intoxicated and down for a good time. His roommate just sparked a blunt, love that, when we came back to the house and we all sat around and smoked. I cannot drink and then smoke. I black out. So I hit the blunt knowing I was not going to be okay. (laughs) I have no idea what happened between me hitting the blunt and me butt-ass naked throwing up in the bathroom. Pretty sure we got our nasty on, but no idea how it was or if it or if it 100% happened or how far we got, if we even got far enough. I called my friend to come pick me up and I left this dude's house butt ass naked, hopped in my friend's car butt ass naked, left all my stuff there. Only thing I had on me was my phone, which is where my ID and card was, thankfully. Haven't seen that outfit since. Sincerely, I I miss that cute ass outfit. I'm just sad. I hope it wasn't like a solid you know, like good expensive outfit. Like I hope it was like a forever 21 thing because sometimes losing that stuff like really hurts my heart when I like lose something nice. I'm curious to see what the outfit was though. So if you have pictures, feel free to email it to me because I'm curious. So I talked to this kid in high school as a freshman because you know, we're all dumb as hell at that age. You're not wrong. Well, I literally had no idea he had a girlfriend because I just moved to the district And he had no pictures with her on any social media. Turns out they were dating for three years before this and continued to date once I told her. What a dumb bitch. She also tried to fight me and throw me down the stairs at school and almost got expelled. LMAO. Quick little blurb. Fast forward to last year. Um, Forward to last year. Oh, God. Got it. Forward, fast forward to last year, and I started dating him after not talking to him for years as well. Come to find out, she had just broken off their engagement, their engagement two weeks before, and didn't feel the need to mention it until I found the ring just sitting on his bathroom counter. He then started getting really abusive, and I left like a month later, but no one knows about any of it. Sincerely written in from the dumb bitch who ignores red flags. Yikes, that's so toxic in many ways. Don't feel bad about yourself. Um, 
that at least you were able to leave. And I'll tell you, anyone on here, if you're in an abusive relationship, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whether it's both, get the fuck out of that relationship, period. Okay, hear me out. I've been best friends with my best friend for over three years. The entire time her younger brother and I, he's like two years younger, have always had vibes, if you know what I mean. Sexual tension, we get it. So we really needed to act on it, but it was always there. Well, guess what? We fucked two weekends ago and my fucking IUD fell out a week ago. BRB while I off myself. Okay, that's all by. Sincerely, the girl that fucked her best friend's brother. So... I think you're good with the IUD because obviously it fell out post sex and also probably after that um, kind of like amount of time where you could still get pregnant because like, you know, sperm lives in the body. So just because you had unprotected sex on Saturday doesn't mean you get pregnant Saturday. You could get pregnant Monday, you know, whatever. So I think you'll be good with the IUD. However, I'm glad you got that tension out because I do believe that although it might be like code... There is no way to know whether it's a real thing unless you kind of act on it. So, you know, it's not like you, in my opinion, promised her you wouldn't do it. So, it's not like that was like uncharted territory, right? Okay, we're just going to play it by that. When I was a college athlete, my roommate and I, who are both going through breakups, had gotten drunk as fuck prior to supporting our college basketball team. As a team, we had to sit together with our coach. We were drunk. And I also had vodka in our water bottles at the game. Wow. Ballsy. I had no idea how we kept our composure the entire time and how our coach didn't find out. We ended up leaving early and I dared my friend to jump the pole outside of the arena. She missed and hit her vag. Oh my God. Honestly, the funniest night ever. Clearly, we would have been a deep shit if anyone found this out. Sincerely, a drunk athlete. Again, there is something special about enjoying your time as an athlete in college and enjoying it with your teammates. Like, you will never get that back, um, college experiences like that. So I'm glad you had fun, but goddamn, like, is her vagina okay? That's the real question here. Left an earring at a one-night stand apartment and did not have his name or number. I had a rough memory of what his building looked like in NYC, and I took a hideous selfie once I left, and it had his apartment door number in the background. (laughs) My friend and I decided to find his apartment and leave a note on the door to get my diamond back. We get through the gate via the laundry room, oh my god, and then have to get in the building itself. We scam our way in, climb the five flights of stairs, and find the 51. The font of the number isn't quite the same. We realize that there are multiple towers of buildings and it must be the wrong one after a second fail we decided to leave a post-it note on his mailbox we started checking every box 51 to try to find the name of a male i don't even remember the guy's name then enters the landlord we were caught and he's suspicious i gave him the cliff notes pg version and he said he will email every apartment 51 to try to help i have to admit that i don't know his name age or even the tower lives on He tries to narrow it down by asking if he lives alone. I don't know. Does he have a family? God, I hope not. Two years later and still no earring. RIP to the lost diamond of apartment 51. Sincerely, the diamond hunter. Man, that sucks so bad. Especially because it's not just like some shitty Amazon earring. It's a diamond earring. So, lesson learned, baby. 
don't take your nice jewelry out. If you know you're going to get laid, don't wear your nice shit, wear your off-brand shit. I was talking to this guy for four months. Finally decided to go to the bars with him and his friends, and we ended up back at his place. Up until then, I just wanted to be friends because I knew he was a hoe. Well, we ended up having sex, and I woke up to a notification on his phone from his girlfriend that I did not know he had. Mind you, we had a big heart-to-heart talk on life, so I knew him as I thought. Two weeks later, I made out with his roomie and BFF in front of him, and we started dating. Sincerely, hit him where it hurts, bitch. I think that's so interesting how we get caught up sometimes in like very sad situations that, you know, we're like, oh my God, I, I just got used or I just, you know, whatever it might be. And then we get to the point where like, you know, we meet, like, for example, you met his friend and now it's like, it all happened for a reason. So go off sis. My husband and I had sex before we were married. We both come from extremely Christian families and only two people we trust know that. Despite using protection while we were engaged, we ended up pregnant and neither of us were prepared to tell our parents, so we mutually decided to have an abortion. This isn't something we can openly share with anyone because of their views, but to this day, we know we made the right decision for us. Sincerely, a girl with zero regrets. What a deep story. Like, for a second, I thought it was going to turn funny, not to like be negative or, you know, whatever, but then it got kind of deep. And, you know, this is something that's very hard for me to kind of comprehend is like pro-choice versus pro-life. And I saw a quote that summed it up really beautifully the other day. It said, pro-choice doesn't mean pro-abortion. It means knowing that other people have to also do what's good for them. And it's not your fucking business. And that's exactly how I feel. So like, When I think of abortion, it makes me sad. And I feel like for most people, abortion, thinking about it makes them, makes them sad. Um, because like you don't want to terminate a child essentially, right? No one just like wakes up and they're like, Oh, I want to fucking terminate a baby today. No one really does that. But again, what situation are you in? And as much as it might pain someone else, guess what? It's not their fucking decision. It's not their fucking body. Um, so I've really come to terms with that. I think after being pregnant myself and going through it, um, there's just so many different things that can happen, um, different situations people can be in to where making that decision with what's best for you. I'm cool with that. So not to get deep in there for a second, but looking at my baby now, it would kill me to know if I would have aborted him, but guess what? I didn't because my situation was different than someone else's and that's cool. So Anyways, little caveat, but here we are. My boyfriend, best friend, and her boyfriend were all hanging out at my house for my best friend's birthday. We were drinking, so we were all going to just crash at my place. My boyfriend drank way too much, and around 3 a.m., he was nonstop puking. Oh, we hate that. My friend and her boyfriend randomly went upstairs while I was comforting my boyfriend who was puking his guts out. After like 40 minutes of them being on, I went up to check on them because they were sleeping. We were all sleeping on the main floor. I knock on the bathroom door and the boyfriend answers and says his girlfriend is upstairs. I go up and check and I don't find her. So I ask him and he says that she's actually in there with him in my tiny ass bathroom. I'm pretty sure they were fucking or something because they didn't come down for another 30. When they do, he says, sorry, we took so long. What the fuck? 
never having them over again. <laughs> Sincerely, the embarrassed friend. That's so awkward. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about friends, best friends or not. I don't know how I feel about them having sex like in my house or like my apartment. What do you guys think? I mean, it's one thing if we're all splitting a lease. It's our place. But if you straight come over to my house and fuck in my house, to me, I, like, I just don't ride with that. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. Because I can see both. I can see both sides. Okay, next. So during college, my roommate and I were new to the area and decided to have a casual night out at the bar. After a few drinks, a cute guy came up to the bar with us to order pitchers of beer and told us we should come hang out with his group. At that point, we were tipsy and like, mm, okay, sure. We go down there and it's like a group of military dudes drinking large amounts of alcohol compared to us. And after a while, they were buying us drinks and like egg egging us to drink more. Me, not listening to my limit, not listening to my limits, kept drinking when I knew I shouldn't have and somehow ended up in a competition to see who could chug a beer first. I obviously lost, and the next thing I knew, I'm sitting at the table wasted, accepting a wad of chew being put into my mouth, which, let me tell you, did not help my drunken state. I then proceeded to fall headfirst off the bar stool and vomit into a picture of beer. Let's just say nobody took me home that night. Sis, chew and beer? Are you a fucking dude? Just kidding. I love that for you, but damn talk about like getting dizzy in your head oh my god I hope that you're okay I hope your head's your or your head is okay um never do chew again that's gross I'm now happily married to my mentally abusive ex-fiance's brother let me say that again I'm now happily married to my mentally abusive ex-fiance's brother and we're expecting our first child. Everyone hates us in the family, but we don't care. I left him in January and started dating his brother in February. Here we are in July. Craziest way to meet your soulmate, but never been happier. XOXO, gossip girl. Holy fucking shit. That's amazing. I'm taking a sip real quick, guys. I'm really interested... in the family dynamic because obviously his side might be negative towards you guys but like how's your side you know I'm just I'm curious feel free to follow up so I can share um again this is to the girl who is now married to her ex-fiance's brother with a child also that means that you're due what 2021 depending on how far along you were so let me know how your pregnancy's going <laughs> I've disassociated myself from my whole entire family other than my little brother because they got mad at me for going to college. What? They think I'm better than them. They placed bets my freshman year when I would drop out. These bets occurred at a family Thanksgiving dinner I wasn't invited to, but my brother told me about. What the fuck? So instead of being a bitter bitch, oh, that would have been me, I went to grad school, finished top of my class, and now have my master's degree. Moved eight hours away from them, got married, didn't tell them. They found out through social media, and I now have started my career in making money. Growing up poor, now I have life insurance for the first time ever. It's fucking awesome. 
It sucks not having a family, but my mental health without them is 100 times better. By the way, I take my licensure exam this week, so wish me luck. Oh, and they still make fun of me for getting raped in high school because I was raped by my sister's ex-boyfriend. Sincerely an educated, determined, resilient bitch. Wow. This is the story of the podcast, I think, for a few different reasons. Number one, dude, toxic family, I don't give a fuck how close you are. I don't ride with that. If you are toxic, I don't care if you're blood or not, we're not riding together. And I think that's so important for us as humans to understand is that yes, family's always family. Blood is blunt. But if you have people in your life that are literally fucking you over and not allowing you to grow into the person that you should be, it is not worth being in touch with them. Now, if that means completely cutting them off, cut that bitch off. If that means just distancing yourself, distance yourself. Um, I think that's so powerful that you did that. Um, I know how hard it is to walk away from family. I have some, um, you know, family like things in my life, you know, that we've had to deal with. And I know how hard that can be. Um, but you're doing the right thing. You're married. You're making buku money. Your mental health is there. Um, and obviously, you know, I hope that you passed your licensure exam. And for them to even make fun of any sort of rape or like sexual harassment in general, like that's so terrible. So very proud of you, whoever you are. Um, I think that that is a really powerful story. So thank you for sharing. So a guy I was on and off with for like three years in undergrad, but never technically dated, actually got a girlfriend one of the times we were off and had her for like two years. He'd still hit me up and we'd occasionally hook up. When he was drunk, he'd tell me she wasn't very good in bed and all that. Fast forward a year and a half into then dating, her sorority has a party at the bar I'm bartending at. She avoided me like the plague. I probably overserved him and got a decent tip out of him. His girlfriend always came into the bar and would get fucked up and buy me shots all the time. Sometimes, even after I had just left her man's house before my shift, oh my God, that's funny. They broke up and we ended up bonding over shit talking him, but she never found out that we'd still hook up with me. Dude is trash and her and I both found really good guys and are now thriving, but phew, that was a mess. Sincerely, the ultimate side bitch. That's, that's crazy because you got to feel a little bit of guilt if you're the side, the side piece. You have to. Because, like, would you want it to be done to you, you know? So, like, it's so hard for me to, like, encourage. I'm never here to encourage, like, cheating or infidelity. Um, but I'm also not here to judge. So, like, fucking whatever. Ride whatever dick you want. Post-breakup, I hooked up with two guys in one night. Also have been there before. Literally within an hour of another. Okay, so haven't done that. But honestly, was so drunk and coherent enough to remember the second guy was definitely better than the first. And I don't think I slept at all that night. Like me and guy number two went at it for hours. He definitely knew what he was doing. Sincerely an innocent girl experiencing the baddie life. I definitely have done that too. And if you have, guys, own it. Own it. I was I was in college. I feel like most of us are in college or like that middle age 20s. And we just we just go have some fucking fun. And that's right. As long as you wrap your shit up, make them wrap it up. Don't go raw dogging anyone. Um, no shame. No shame in the pussy game. Hooked up with one of what? Oh God, I, th- I read that wrong. 
at first, whoo, hooked up with my parents' friend's son. Six years, my senior, and also friends with my parents. It lasted a hot second because he couldn't stop thinking about my dad and what he would think. I rolled over and went to sleep. Cute boy, great kissed, great kisser, bad pillow talk, obviously. Brought a new chick around a few weeks later and I said bye, Felicia. Written in from the broken girl, broken hearted girl looking for some fun. That's so sad. Ew. Like, why is he having sex with you thinking about your dad or his dad? Ew. That's his problem. One week post-breakup, I was with my family friends. Their daughter, who is my cousin and my age, had all her boyfriend's friends over. I got fucked up and hooked up with her boyfriend's best friend, who wasn't even 21. I was 23. My dad was sleeping in the basement right under the room we were in. Him and my cousin, Sep's sister, barged in the next morning. Luckily, I was clothed by then. I definitely did the walk of shame into work that next morning as I had no clothes until my mom brought them right to me. Sincerely, break up baddie. Jesus Christ. I spent my whole summer selling my used gym socks and foot picks so that I could afford to buy a dog and go on vacations and pay off my credit card. Sincerely, Des B is my queen. I need to know who you fucking are. Period. My freshman year of college, I gave a blowjob to a hockey player in the library And then a few months later, all of the doors of the study rooms and library became glass doors. I wonder if I got caught. Sincerely, the London fucking tipped. (laughs) What if there were, what if there were cameras? I'm scared. All right, guys. This is a long one. Fuck. Let me grab a drink for this one. Let me first pre-trip you. I'm that friend that missed their calling to go into the FBI, and I have skills that I am not ashamed of. Give me a first name, hair color, city, and if they have dogs, and I will find them. Some call it crazy. Others call it skill. (laughs) I love that. A few years back, I was in a long-distance relationship. Towards the end of our relationship, he started getting sketchy picking fights for no reason, and not talk to me for days. Being long distance sucks, but having that person cut you off from the only means of communication sucks even more. I know I was stupid for letting that happen, but I was hopeful and couldn't let go. At one point, I was noticed, I noticed he follow, was following a lot of females on Instagram back when you could see that shit, and I asked him and he gave me some lie of an excuse. One time he said he was going to bed early and told me goodnight. Well, I knew he didn't sleep that early, so I figured something was off. At the time, Snapchat just got the map feature, and I noticed he was driving, so I got curious. He ended up at an apartment complex, and I knew his friends hung out with, or and I knew all of the friends he hung out with. None of them even lived close to the city he was in. So I figured out the complex he was at, creeped on one of the girls that started following him recently. I saw one of her pool picks, searched the apartment complex pool picks. It was a damn match. Wow. He went on a date and probably met her on an online dating site. I lied to, I lied to him and confronted him about some girl messaging me meeting about meeting him on a dating site and was asking about him and me. He told me that he didn't know the girl by name and that girls are crazy. LOL. Obviously, I knew he lied, so I creeped on Google and found his profile on Plenty of Fish. 
This made me so mad because I told him about that site and how I I was cheated on from a past boyfriend because of that site. So my angry self decided to make a profile and catfish him. Fuck yeah. I felt really bad using another girl's photos, but I had one goal in mind and I would delete it all. I matched with him and messaged him if he was interested, talked to him no different how me and him did in real life. I might have lied about minor details, but everything else was me. He even complimented my personality, lol. I ended up getting an app so I could get another number local to him because I wanted to text. Didn't take long to get a date with him. We set a time date and we had a meetup spot. I didn't want him coming to my house because he may be a serial killer. He even went early to go to the store to buy flowers because he shows that he's a gentleman on the first date, first date, but after he's just an ass. Anyways, I finally text him, but oh, it's the boyfriend texting saying he's stationed out of state and he came to visit his girlfriend as a surprise and he finds out she's going on a date with the guy from the dating site. Wait, I'm so confused. I said that she wouldn't be coming and that you can't trust people on those sites. Yeah, I was a little extra, but I wanted him to feel a little bit of heartbreak because I knew I wouldn't be able to break his black hole of a heart. I knew he was mad. When I, as myself, texted him, he was very upset and he didn't want to talk. Well, mission accomplished. All right, so this is now you back as the girlfriend. I deleted everything. I didn't regret a thing minus using the photos of the girl and I got what I wanted. Yes, it was a bit crazy and childish. Yes, we broke up. No, he never found out it was me. Yes, he wanted me back eventually. But then I met my now boyfriend and he knows the story and knows I'm capable of knowing and finding out. I do not know what it feels like to actually be loved and having a partner that cares for you so much and you both trust each other. I spent a year and a half with that guy and learned a lot about myself. It was toxic, a toxic relationship and he was a narcissist and no one should make you feel that way. Like you have to get back at them or feel like you can't trust them. Sincerely, no shame and crazy. Goodness. That was a lot. So basically, catfish, any ex-boyfriend to prove a point. Maybe not the most adult move, but definitely the most badass. Because I would have done it too. All right, last few to wrap up this Sunday episode. Hopefully they're good ones. I do not pre-pick these. So if some of them you're like, oh, those aren't good. I can't help it. I keep it fun. I keep it um, surprising for me so I can truly react and talk about it. I had a hookup buddy. I got pregnant. I then found out he lied about his name and even texted me through an app so I had no information. Well, I'm super smart and I found out everything, even down to where his girlfriend was born and how much she bought her house for. Yep, he had a girlfriend the whole time. I know where all his family members live, his last five places of employment, and his girlfriends. He wanted me to have an abortion. I met up with him seven months pregnant to tell him, and seeing the look on his face when I called him out would be my all-time favorite. He is not involved. His girlfriend doesn't know, his family doesn't know, but my child is so loved. That is so beautiful. So beautiful. Obviously not the best situation, but you know what? doesn't matter. Whatever is best for you, and I love that. All right. Um, During basketball practice, my senior year, my tampon fell out in the middle of the gym because my male head coach wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. I asked multiple times, but, you know, authority figures. 
I felt it slipping, but you, what do you do, LOL? So after asking during scrimmage, water breaks, and conditioning, I finally just went, and when I got to the bathroom, realized there was no tampon. I lied to myself and said, maybe I just missed it. I don't know. Then my other male coach walked over to see what was in the middle of the floor as I'm finishing up conditioning, and the entire team is watching, realizes, then tells a freshman to pick it up. Ha, 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 ha. At least it was a girl I didn't like. Every time after that, no questions asked if I could leave practice whenever I wanted. Sincere, sincerely scarred by authority figures. God, that is so terrible. That is so embarrassing. Fuck. I'm sorry for you. All right, last one, guys. Let's hope it's good. So I went to Vegas for a bachelorette party, and sometimes we dabbled in recreational fun. Well, we went to this pool party and we were all pretty browned waiting in line. Thought we had a cabana, but we didn't. So we joined some dudes and took over their cabana. I love it for us. We all had our titties out, actually just a few and mostly making out with each other's with each other. Actually, um, just a few too and drew a crowd around us. (laughs) I snuck in some party favors and for letting for letting us take over the cabana and I told the dude he had something in his teeth so I took a fat scoop and shoved it in his mouth and then he looked at me and he said what was that I was like nothing and then he was seriously like what is that and I was like pixie dust joking then I kind of got weirded out then my best friend had no swimsuit top on and this big chubby chubby guy was wearing it what And then the people who worked there kicked us out as we were leaving that dude that I did that to said to me, you're lucky you're leaving. I'm a cop. What the fuck? Then pissed in some bushes by the entrance. Ha ha. Sincerely a girl that was unwell the next day. Okay. So they had their titties out. Most of them were kind of just making out with each other. Snuck in some party favors told this dude he had some in his teeth, took a fat scoop. I'm assuming this is some sort of drug. Put it in his mouth, got weirded out, lied, said it was pixie dust as a joke. Come to find out that guy is a cop. So is he like, hi now? Not sure. We pushed, then you pissed in the bushes by the entrance. Did the cop not follow you? I need more answers. Hmm. Let me know. So anyways, I hope you guys had a great day. Um, thank you so much for writing in as always. Obviously, again, these are these are just fun, guys. This is a fun way to just sit back, listen, and mindlessly take in some funny secrets or even just listen to them and be like, what the fuck? Um, so as always, thank you guys for um, for hanging out with me here every Sunday. Um, I have a few really fun episodes coming up. I'm still trying to figure out this whole mom thing while balancing my podcast or even just, you know, finding the energy to like do it and, and figuring out topics and all of that. So just hang with me here. Um, as always, I'm just here for fun. I don't make money off this. This is just, this is just my place to hang out and have fun with you guys. Um, so let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know catch up with me if I shared your secret. Okay. Love you guys. Happy Sunday. See you bitches next week.